Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast today. We are continuing our study in the 8th chapter of Acts. Actually, it's the book of Acts and we happen to be in chapter 8 today. We're going to begin in verse 4, which is where we uh, ended off yesterday. You'll remember that uh, essentially the persecution that had come to the church at Jerusalem had caused the disciples to go and fulfill uh, the command that Jesus gave or the instruction that he gave in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 where he said you will go to Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth and they had never done that. They had just stayed in the city of Jerusalem. They had stayed in the church. They they didn't have a heart to, to, to go out and, and evangelize. But the persecution that could have been seen as very negative actually turned out to the furtherance of the gospel. And just like always happens, God will never be one up by the devil. And so here the persecution comes. It's not of God, but it's allowed by God so that the people would respond in such a way that they would go out and do exactly what God said that they should do, and that is to go to the world, not just stay in one place. And sometimes that's the biggest challenge for us Christians is just to get out of ourselves and realize that what we contain is a promise from God for the entire world, not just for us and our family. And so getting out of our comfort zone and getting out of that place of familiarity is very challenging, and and I think that uh, when you're connected with a local church, particularly a church like New Creation Church, it is it is the job of the leadership. It is my job to ensure that everybody has an opportunity to serve God beyond their level of comfort, and and you know the timing in which they do that, and and at and whatever uh, season in their life they decide to actually take on the challenge, uh, that's up to them and God. But it is our job as a church to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to do just that and to serve beyond uh, their comfort zone. And so it says in verse four here, uh, therefore those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Verse 5, then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. Uh, it's amazing that he went to Samaria. Uh, Samaria Samaritans were a half-breed, actually, uh, between Jews and Gentiles. They were looked down upon by Jews. They were discriminated against because of their uh, ethnicity and their racial uh, makeup. And, and it was a very uh, t- a lot of tension, very tense place for Jews to be, and most Jews never even would go there or even consider. But Philip sees something pretty amazing that these people that are different than himself, different than his, his, his you know the place that he comes from, he goes there and preaches Christ to them. He doesn't try to change them. He doesn't try to address uh, all the ways that they're different, but he goes there and proclaims the truth of God's word to them. And, uh, and it reminds me of how Paul said that I came to you not knowing anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. So here we see Philip going down and preaching Christ to the Samaritans. And then it says in verse 6, uh, And the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken of by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Now understand that the power of God always attends the gospel. 
And sometimes it's just a matter of us believing that and, and acting on that. And so here we see Philip, and he's not just preaching Christ, but we see the, the accompanying signs and wonders of the gospel. What's amazing to me that many Christians run around chasing uh, the signs of the gospel, uh, but really, those are supposed to, according to Mark chapter 16, those signs will follow those that believe because those that believe will preach, that will share, will proclaim the good news of Christ. And as we do so, then the power of God is there to, to deliver and set free and to do miracles. And so uh, let me just point out this too. In Acts chapter 6, Philip was, was brought into service in the church here in Jerusalem. And he was uh, empowered to wait on the people. He was a waiter. Remember the apostles had said, listen, it's not prudent for us to, to go away from the study and the prayer and the things of, of the ministering the word to wait on tables, to wait on the people. So they brought seven men full of faith and, 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 and uh, the Holy Spirit. And it's amazing to me that there was a qualification just to be a waiter in the first church and Philip is one of these guys so here is a waiter he could have easily said man you know I'm just not like the rest of the guys I'm not an apostle I wasn't called by Jesus I'm just here waiting on people so who would I be to go down to Samaria maybe let's just pray that God would send somebody you know there's a lot of people that pray for revival that never realize that they are the answer to their own prayer God has sent us to wherever in our world that we are to bring revival. And that revival starts with our own family and then emanates out uh, from there. So we can make a difference in our own community simply by just sharing Christ. And that's what Philip does. And and the people uh, received what he had to say, hearing the word and seeing the miracles, which he did. Uh, notice that he did the miracles. That means he had to believe in faith. He had to step out in that belief. He had to put action to that belief and actually pray for people, actually invite people to be free and, and realizing that even though he must do that for it to get done, it was not his power. It was the power of the of the gospel, the power in the name of Jesus. And, and this is one of those paradox things in the in the scripture where it's not our power but it is our action in a sense that we put action to our faith and that's exactly what philip did now watch this verse 7 says for unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed friend if there were possessed people back in those days i'm quite sure there's at least as many if not many times more people today possessed. We have a tendency to medicate uh, some conditions today that I believe are simply just uh, demon issues, uh, prayer issues that we could just stand and believe for deliverance. Uh, but people, you know, the word says my people perish for lack of knowledge. People just have a tendency to gravitate away from the spiritual understanding of things and just uh, sort of cling on to the secular, uh, Christ-less approach and if you're on medication, I'm, that's not to condemn at all, but it's to say just, just be led by the Spirit and realize that there are certain people probably that need to be just delivered, could be uh, done very quickly and easily, and they don't have to be on drugs for the rest of their life. Uh, so many were possessed and they're delivered, and many are paralyzed and lame and they're healed. So these aren't easy cases that Philip is dealing with. These aren't just things that, you know, uh, God healed this person's headache or anything like that. He is literally stepping 
out and praying for people that have need of of tremendous, tremendous creative miracles, and God is moving. And notice the result. In verse 8, it says, And there was great joy in that city. You know, they, it doesn't say that people were, were uptight because, you know, they didn't believe in healing or, or they were put out because, you know, they were afraid or it just seemed weird or uh, it just seemed spooky or whatever. The bottom line is when God's power moves, people are set free. And when people are set free, that releases the joy of the Lord. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. So these people were being strengthened by the preaching of Christ and the working of miracles that come through the recognition of what the gospel's all about. It is good news. And that good news supersedes just dying and going to heaven. But it means you can be free today of whatever has hindered your life, whether it's an emotional thing, a psychological thing, a physical thing, whatever it might be today, my friend, not only does God want you to live eternally in heaven, and in Christ you will, but he wants you to be free on this earth from all of those things that have hindered your life from the fullness that he's called you to. And beyond you now, beyond yourself, remember that as you go into your job, into your community, into your neighborhood today, there are people that need to know who Christ is. And in that, they can be set free by the same power that we see operating in the ministry of Philip, a mere waiter. If this waiter can do it, so can you. Just step out on your faith today. Expect God to move in miraculous ways and you will see that you will change your very world. Well, friend, that's all of our time today. Thanks for being with me and I'll see you right here tomorrow as we pick up in Acts, the eighth chapter. God bless. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's word. For more information, visit our website at www.newcreationca.org.